welcome you to explore the third place with us. It is an invitation to the gray space, a space where deeper connections are fostered through challenging, challenging empowering, and, and engaging dialogue. You will walk away with a deeper understanding of self, equipped to engage with others in life's complex conversations. Thank you for listening. We invite you in to the third place. <laughs> well, Mary, happy solstice. Happy winter solstice. It's so wild of a day. Like it's a, it's literally the darkest day of the year, but I always just think of it as a light day just because the world changes. Yeah, it's like uh everything's up from here. The days are longer from here. That's right. the that's what I feel and that's what my sister and I were talking about. We're like, "Oh, thank goodness it's winter solstice. That means every day is longer and brighter from here." One of my friends, she's a quantum physiologist, which is like, I don't even know what that means half the time. And it also is, <laughs> sounds so brilliant. And she's brilliant. She was telling me, I asked her during the winter solstice, I said, like, if you could sum up what it is, what is it? And I said a sentence or less, but this is what she sent over to me. She said, Solstices are the power points along the orbit of the Earth around the sun. Winter represents its largest solar distance in the northern hemisphere. It gives us an opportunity to set powerful and clear intentions because they can become more magnetically available. I thought that was pretty cool because she brings in the science and also just the energy of things too, which is so us, mm -hmm. it's both. Mm -hmm. Both and. Yeah. Yeah, so. I I am feeling a ton of energy. Like I'm, I there's so many things that just feel like a newness. Next year looks to be really fun and exciting in a lot of ways, and and you know some of that is about the podcast too. So. Yeah, that's cool. A part of me can relate with that, and also feels like whoa, we're still in the pandemic and that a year ago I felt like we were feeling that same sort of anticipation and not to say that the last year hasn't been so much progress, but it also kind of feels like a groundhog day. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. <laughs> well, well, maybe we could pause that thought for um, you know next month in February, but yeah, I mean, you're right. It's supposed to be, what are we doing? We're still here. <laughs> yeah. But there, so the Deflating. anticipation, yeah, the anticipation feels, and I think that that's what, you know, I think about with anticipation in general is it's an excitement and it's also um, can feel like anxiety too. So I feel both right now. So with 2021 in mind, what was your favorite moment? In the last year mm. and like not podcast related like what was one of your personal favorite moments personal favorite moment i don't even know mine <laughs> yeah i don't know if i have one moment um it's hard to whittle down yeah i would say there's like a theme like i feel like i've done and and to say it's not podcast related actually feels a little bit difficult too because mm. just because and it's not like all i think about is the podcast it's not that it's it's more that 
it's so integrated into just like the way I think about the world, the way I'm trying to learn about the world, the way I'm trying to show up with curiosity. And, and so it's almost like it's hard to separate, uh, out. Cause, cause when I think about my favorite moment, my immediately it's, you know, like snuggling with my boys or something like that. Or it made me think of my two year old saying like a really complex, complete sentence. But the theme of that, so I can't really name a month when that was or a moment when that was, but that definitely happened. Uh, but the theme of that and why to me it's in part related to the podcast is I've been doing a much better job of being present. And so the, like the posture of presence, which I think I've learned a lot, honestly, from the podcast has translated into other areas of life. Dang. Yeah. Well, well said, as you were talking, I was like, man, one of the things that I started doing with my four-year-old boy this year was craft time. And it's my favorite time and clearly his, cause he makes me do it every single day. And that really comes down to that's an activity where we get to be really dropped in with each other. And that a part of that has been from conversations with a lot of people that we've talked about here, where it's reminding me of how sacred time can be and how fleeting it can be and how I just, you know, we have no other, I mean, it sounds so cheesy, but it's so true. There's nothing but what is right in this exact moment. And when you're creating and manifesting like we have with the podcast and spending so much energy and with our jobs and our life and our relationships, it can be so easy to like not be present because you're working towards something. And that paradox always has tripped me up and I'm learning to just chill in that paradox. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. I think like the language that we've gained over starting this podcast has been really cool and how that translates to then the way that we just show up in every moment. Sounds like, especially with our kids. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Well, so, all right. So podcast specific, you know, what was one of the most profound things that you remember from this past year? Oh, man, these questions are hard. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's funny as we wrote them out a couple days ago, but I'm still like, I don't know. (laughs) And realizing that when you ask someone to narrow down to one thing, uh, to summarize a year into one thing is so hard. So many stood out to me, but I really remember talking to someone that has made a huge impact on me, Carla McLaren. And she, she knows this and I'm sure I've mentioned this in many things, but her work on the language of emotions has totally changed my life and talking with her and understanding how to befriend challenging emotions, like even shame was so profound. I've, Truly, and I'm not exaggerating, I've listened to her book, The Language of Emotions, like, I think four times before we even spoke to her. And then we spoke to her and it integrated a little bit more. And then I listened to the book again. Her work is just like, I'm really, really into it. And I think that it's just the start of more and more about emotions that most people don't really even know how to articulate. And I hope that I can continue to 
delve down that path and give that language to my son. Yeah, no, that's true. I, I mean, she was one of the first guests that came to my mind and, you know, the 18 different emotions that we navigate and the different categories of them. And uh, yeah, to add language to me, to be able to better articulate, which then translates to helping other people, whether it's my family or just other people I know to, as I've gotten new language to be able to help um, give language with other people has been really cool. And to like bring them to life. Right. Uh, I think it was really cool how one of the visuals she talked about was about literally personifying the emotions and some of those practices that she brings into that work. I find myself able to identify emotions. And when I'm a lot of them, I've noticed like, whoa, I'm the distinction between grief and sadness or um, anger and that like it can feel like such gray area like for us until you start to really understand, whoa, what am I feeling? And even just that act of like naming it can make me like move through it. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. that's been by far one of the most powerful tools that I've just started to scratch the surface thanks to her work and our conversation with her this last year. Yeah. What about you? Well, um, yeah, so many good guests. They're just really some fun conversations, some hard ones. I think the one that sticks out to me the most, though, and I and the reason why I would say this is, you're out in the world and you're telling people about the podcast, and and I'm sharing with people like what I've learned or whatever, and trying to describe it. What is the third place? It's this gray, messy middle. It's a safe place to have conversations and and um awkward ones and since this episode re- was recorded this is kind of the one that i use like like this and it was um talking about menstruation with kate morton <laughs> and you know it's an example of an episode yeah <laughs> like here's an awkward weird interesting conversation especially for a middle-aged white guy to bring <laughs> right. right i mean even for even for kate she mentioned this was the first time that she had talked about yeah. menstruation and periods with a man in on a podcast, let alone um, your demographic. <laughs> right, exactly. And so, I, what I loved about that, and which when she said that, I mean, I was like, "Wow, that that might be one of the best compliments I've ever gotten." Because that I could help even create the safe place to have that conversation, you know, invite her in, and but I was able to learn. It gave me language to other women that I work with um, and and then not in a, a strange way, but like, hey, go check out this episode. Like, it's really I learned a ton. But more than that, like it, it's it also led to other conversations. It led to talk about gender gap, which is like, how do we wrestle with this? And it, it, just this one topic that is a little bit of an uncomfortable conversation but when we talked about it in the safe place it led to many other conversations. And so I think that would be a shining example of what kinds of topics that we want to keep pushing into. Um, and it was really good. It just was really good. Yeah. So, yeah, it was really good. And it stood out to me too, among so many other ones. If we started to like rattle off, I was like sitting here. Yeah. I'm like, wait, what about this one? <laughs> and this one and this one, we're so lucky. Right. We're so lucky. So many good ones. Well, so I was thinking that we could do something fun, uh, like 
so many of the episodes are us interviewing people and we've done episodes where it's just you and I. And so there is a flavor of you and I that we get to share with the world, but I think it's, um, it might be fun to do maybe like a get to know you game, uh, that you and I can do that would also just uh, share a little bit of, of who we are personally with, uh, with people that listen on a regular basis. So, uh, what do you think? Yeah. Well, sound good. Obviously right. we plan for it. Let's do it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're giving away all the secrets. Um, this is what happens yeah. behind the scene, guys. Let's just do this impromptu slash. Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. All right. All right. Well, the impromptu is I wrote it down, but I did not think about the answer. So I'll have to think about that. Here's a fun fact. I definitely did think about my answers. And that's a difference between David and I. Ah. <laughs> I have to have time to process prior he likes to and is great at just showing up. So there you go. Game's over. <laughs> <laughs> Game's over. All right. So I was thinking we've all kind of played a mixer game probably of like two truths and a lie. So say three statements, two things are true, one is not. Um, I was thinking to modify that a little bit. And as we're wrapping up this year and looking into next, what if we each say two goals that we have for 2022 one is real and one is fake, and then we'll try to guess um, which one is real and see how well we do. Three goals, two truths, and one lie. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> right? I was only going to do two, but that's okay. <laughs> okay, let's do let's do three because then it's like finding a needle in a haystack. That's, I think, how okay. it helps. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so um, I want to... In 2022, I want to learn how to do a handstand. I want to learn calligraphy and, or, I want to run my first half marathon. Ooh, hmm. right? I'm proud of myself. Okay. These are all interesting ones to, like, be working on. I feel like... So at one point, I remember that you were training for like a triathlon. And then I think you've gotten a lot more out of walking lately and not running. <laughs> so therefore, I'm going to say the first one, the handstand and the calligraphy are the truth. And the half marathon is the lie. Come on. You're so good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cracking up. I do not want to run a half marathon. Have never had the desire to do long distance runs. I really want to learn calligraphy and and doing a handstand to me. I I used to be able to do them a little bit and I really want to be able to do it like better. Yeah. And it's a sign of when you flip upside down and you invert, it's really good for your mood and your energy. So it's like to me it's a it's a sign of having a lot of play. Yeah. No, I love it. That, that looks, Dang. That oh, man. Now if I don't get yours right, I'm going to sound like such an a-hole. <laughs> I don't even know what they are yet. So, um. Well, you're also your insight, though, too, was like the way you came to the answer was so, so, <laughs> so aware of me. Yes. So everyone knows I have loved walking. I did one month last year where I walked 100 miles in that month and... It was awesome. Yeah. And I tried to take meetings walking more. Less Zoom. 
Raise your hand if you're yes. with me. Mm. I hear lots of amens through the speakers. Amen. <laughs> okay. So three things. Huh. How's your lack of preparing working out for you now? Not good. <laughs> Yours are pretty like straight to the point. To be honest, um, it was really hard for me to like put goals down that were lies. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's also true. Like I'm trying not I'm not trying to trick the audience. I'm trying to trick you. Yeah. Hmm. That's gonna be tough. <laughs> okay, I think I'm ready. Okay. All right, so here we go. So first goal for twenty twenty two is that I'm going to start listening to my Apple Watch and consciously breathe slash meditate for one minute per day. Okay. So that's goal one. Goal number two is um, I think that like with all the things that are coming next year, I can actually legit go biking once a week. Uh, and I think I found the space in the week to do that. So um, bike 20 miles a week is goal two. You're putting numbers to it. <laughs> goal three is to perform at Hard Rock Cafe eight times this year. So this is where it's a fun fact that I can bring the audience in. <laughs> I'm in an 80s cover band, Go Cassette Junkies. And uh, we've already played at Hard Rock. We're playing New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. So that'll be super fun. But um, they love us, and I want to like work our way into being the house band and um, playing there pretty regularly. So there you go. One, two, three. I love this because I already know that your tactic for me get they're all goals. It's just a matter <laughs> of the numbers and I know you well enough and <laughs> that that's the only way you can come up with a lie too is I'm going to say now guys, just so you know, it's either that it's not one minute a day or not 20 miles a week or not eight times a year. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be the lie. So <laughs> I think that oof Dang, so many things. Um, 20 miles a week sounds, but you're a road biker and I'm a mountain biker. So, so my thought process is that eight times a year at Hard Rock means that you're going to be there every six weeks or so. <laughs> Just so you guys know, he's nodding. And he's trying not to <laughs> show me. I think that you definitely want to bike once a week, but that it might not be 20 miles. <laughs> I'm doubting myself already. No, you did. I got it that right. Was it. No! <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> yes. I know you can do one minute a day, and I know that that's a great place. And that you and your community could handle eight weekends a year of performing. Yep. Yep. That's right. I'm like Rocky right now celebrating. Absolutely. Absolutely want to ride once a week. And I think I have created that space and, but I don't care about the number. I just want to get on, <laughs> you know, some days are five, five minutes. Some days are, I don't care. I just want to do it. Yes. Great to have it first. 
Dang. <laughs> there you us. go. <laughs> yeah. That was fun. That was fun. I hope other people do this because I, that was fun. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. So I'll say that that one, the, la- the first one, the meditation, um, was inspired though, just from something you said the other day. So I think most people know that Mary's been working on, uh, a project called the Element Collective. No? I don't know if most people know. Mm. So it's pretty cool. I'll let you kind of say it because I'll butcher it, but it's, it's a pretty sweet project. <laughs> um, but with that, with that project is, is its own podcast. So it's a, a, you know, a project for teenage girls and a, a podcast being produced for teenage girls that Mary's coaching and a teenage girl host and, um, a teenage girl. I'm teaching a teenage girl how to do the production on the editing side of a podcast. And you interviewed a guest about meditation. You had a follow up conversation about meditation and you, we had all these clips of other young girls that were processing what works for them in meditation. What doesn't? What scares them? Why is it really hard? What, what benefits do they get out of it? And Mary, you just said something really profound in that episode. You know, and you're speaking to young girls, but I was doing the editing where it said, I matter so much to myself that I prioritize being with myself. And that, that really struck me. Um, cause I like myself. I like who I am. I mean, we all have stuff to work on, but I, 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 it's like I matter. And therefore, I don't know if I've ever had any statement hit me about meditation as hard as that did in a, in a really good way. Like for the first time, I think ever, I feel like meditation is supposed to be a priority because I do like myself and it's a way that I can show myself that I like myself. Um, so, so that one minute reminder on my watch, it, it's been pinging me and I'm like, okay, I need to take it seriously now. And so, um, that's a brand new goal. I wouldn't have said just a week ago, but that was, I thought very profound. Um, mm. yeah. Thanks, David. I mean, it's like you sure shit better matter a minute a day to yourself. Right. Even when I say it out, out loud, it's like, dang, of course. Wow. If not, that's crazy but it's also not that crazy i think a lot of us experience that it's really uncomfortable to be with ourselves and this project the element collective is a project to help teen girls and gender expansive youth and it's through it's through an app that we've been working on for a year and a half now on the side like you said it's it's a it's a heavy project it's a big project and but the podcast has been so fun and david's helped to produce it and mentoring this girl and really what it comes down to is those statements keep coming out of me as a result of this project it's I'm I realize I'm just telling things that I wish I would have heard or been able to tell my teen self so it's pretty cool to have those things come out when it's really just advice I'm giving to myself and if someone if you hear it and it resonates then yeah dang you're not a teenage girl but no So this has been so fun. And I think we both just want to thank you guys for listening and uh, would love to really hear from you all at the end of this year. Like, was there a moment that stood out to you? Was there an episode or a guest or something profound or that felt profound or new or, or just finally sunk in to you? email us at info at thirdplacepodcast.com and we will personally send you a be well sticker. Mm. 
And they're pretty cool, too. They are cool. They're <laughs> they cool. cool. And if you didn't know already, if you don't make it to the end of these episodes, we say be well at the end of every single one. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, no, I, I love it. I, you know, thanks again for listening. We have had so many amazing guests and, and, um, you know, we've already started recording next year and, and the guests that are lining up and I can't wait to just, yeah, keep doing this and keep coming to this space with this posture of humility, curiosity, and that generous perspective. And so looking forward to all the things to come. So happy new year and look forward to the third place in 2022. Happy New Year. Be well. Third Place Podcast is produced by Podcast Publishing House. If you like what you're hearing, follow us and subscribe at all of your favorite platforms, Apple, Spotify. Also check out the episodes on our website, thirdplacepodcast.com, for additional resources and transcriptions of our episodes. The Third Place is all about continuing the conversation. So make sure you follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Third Place Podcast. There you can check out our weekly co-host Happy Hours on IGTV. And if you like what you're hearing and want to continue to support our work, you can check out our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash Third Place Podcast.